Blog Talk Radio. Welcome to Book Journeys Radio, an interview series for authors in transformation. From the basic fundamentals of selecting a book topic and overcoming writer's block to advanced techniques for publishing and marketing your books. Don't forget to check out our complete schedule and archive shows at blogtalkradio.com forward slash book dash journeys. Now, get ready to make a difference with your book with your host, founder of the Author Incubator, Dr. Angela Loria. Well, hey, everybody. It's Angela Loria here. I am the founder of the Author Incubator and creator of the difference process for writing a book that matters. And every week on the show, we talk to an author about their experience writing their first book. And really, I do this because I think there's so much we can learn from people who have been there before, people who have walked this path and gotten to the other side. And for so many of us, Writing a book has been a goal for a long time, but we haven't been able to cross that finish line. So I'm always looking for what are some of the little secrets and tips and hints that help get people to the state of being an author. One of the great things about being an author is once you become an author, you can never not be one. And um, so it really is giving birth to a part of yourself that will that will be a part of your legacy. So. Um, this week, I am really excited to interview uh, Lee Gale Gruen. She is the author of Adventures with Dad, A Father and Daughter's Journey Through a Senior Acting Class. That definitely sounds like quite an adventure. Lee Gale, thank you so much for being with us. Well, thank you. It's very exciting to be here. So tell me about this book. What, what's it about? Well, it's a memoir, and it's about when I retired from my 37-year career as a probation officer, and I started to take an acting class at a senior community center just for something to do, and I quickly learned that I absolutely loved it. Uh, Hmm. A short time later, my mother died, and I invited my father... I was 60 and he was 85 at the time, and I invited him to come to the class with me. And that started us on a three-year journey of attending that class every single week. I wrote all the scenes that we performed in the acting class showcases, and all six scenes are in my book. And my father and I bonded more than ever in our lives. And then I went on to become a professional actress in my senior years. Lily Gale, this is such a terrific story, but I have to send people to your website because the pictures are even better than the story. So everybody needs to go to adventureswithdadthebook.com. So that's adventureswithdadthebook.com. Some of these pictures are pretty amazing. Did you learn things about your father that you didn't know before through this process? I think I did. Um, My father and I, in a way, had a love-hate relationship all those years. We loved each other very much, but he was a, a very overbearing man who loved to get all the attention on himself. 
And I think that I learned that a lot of that came from his own insecurity as a child and, a, and an adult, and that came from his own father um, not thinking highly of him and not treating him well. So I gained wow. a lot of sensitivity and understanding of my father, and it helped me um, overcome uh, my own feelings of, of insecurity and to overcome my stage fright at talking in front of large groups. Uh, now I'm a professional actress. I never would have imagined something like that in a million years. <laughs> wow, what an amazing journey. How did you decide to turn this into a book? And when in your, when did you decide to turn it into a book? Well, about two years into our class, we were just sitting in class uh, watching someone else perform, and the class members absolutely adored us. We were the only senior father-daughter team ever in that class, and the, the class members loved us. The audiences at the showcase loved us. They adored my father. He was the oldest member in the class. And I just started thinking what a cute book it would make. Uh, it seemed to be a unique situation. I first yeah. thought of just writing. <laughs> mm. I first thought of just uh, writing it for my children, and then I started thinking, I wonder if the public would might might be interested in something like this. And that's how it it started. Just sitting in class one day next to my father, waiting for our turn to to go up and rehearse our scene. That's where the idea came. And was there something that you envisioned for your book? You you talked about maybe wanting your kids to read it, but did you have a goal? I mean, if people go to your website, they'll see you do a, a ton of PR and speaking and workshops and seminars. It's pretty amazing how you have been spreading this message and make a, making a difference with your book. Was that stuff you envisioned before you wrote the book? Oh, not at all. I had no idea that it, it's really taken on a life of its own. Uh, when, when I started writing the book, and it was a very gradual process, I, I would get, uh, I, I'd, I'd start, I didn't think about it for a few years, and then I actually started writing it because one day after a couple of years, I woke up in the middle of the night with half the book written in my head. Uh, I had chapter headings. I had paragraphs. Uh, I, it was amazing. I, I hadn't even been aware that I'd been thinking about the book. So that forced me to get up and start writing it. I, I couldn't go back to sleep. So as I was writing the book, things were coming out. I mean, I was typing into my computer, and suddenly there were sentences that I didn't even know I had been thinking about all those years. And, you know, I talk about the wonderful things in the class, but I have lots of flashbacks about painful moments with my father when I was growing up, and I talk about my own insecurities. I talk about my father's insecurities that I discovered or, or realized. And then I learned that uh, once, once I found a publisher and got the book published, 
I learned that as an author, I had to do an awful lot to help promote the book. So all of a sudden, I became a guest speaker (laughs) and giving book talks. And it just evolved from there. Now I'm giving motivational speeches to seniors to help them find joy, excitement, and satisfaction in their life after retirement, just like I did. It's a great message. You actually talk about reinventing yourself as a a senior, reinventing yourself in your senior years. Is being an author part of your reinvention? Oh, by all means. I'm writing a blog now. I've been blogging for about a year and a half, and that is the name of my blog, Reinventing Myself in My Senior Years. And my reinvention is first becoming an actress, then writing the book, so now I'm an author, and I'm also writing articles, and I'm being paid for these things. Um, my my second paid article will be coming out soon on a well-known online magazine, wow. and I'm writing an article about uh, seniors in Hollywood. So uh, all of all of these things, one has evolved from the other. And uh, again, I've got a second career that I never imagined in my life. I was a probation officer for 37 years. That was my <laughs> This main really career. does seem like the polar opposite of being a probation officer, I have to say. It completely is. And I never had any aspirations in my life to do any of these things. Uh, as I said, I'd always... I'd always had stage fright if I had to speak in front of large groups. That's that's a, a scenario for a lot of people. A lot of people have stage fright, and it's it's a scenario where if you don't come across well, you know, people can see your your failure in a public space, and you know, I think it, I write about that in my book. It went all the way back to when I was a child in grammar school. And we had to give book reports in front of the class. Mm-hmm. And the other kids would, the other kids would laugh and tease and things like that. So I think that's where that came from. <laughs> so let's talk about writing. So you get, you're sitting in class, you get this idea. I'm going to write a book. I am going to guess life as a parole officer did not include a ton of writing of this style anyway. I'm sure you were doing writing reports, but not this kind of writing. So how did you how did you support that? How were you able to do it? Did you have editors? Did people help you? Tell tell me about the writing process. Well, my first writing started when I was writing or my creative writing started when I was writing I started writing the scenes my father and I would perform in the acting class showcases. Uh we were supposed to as class members uh we were supposed to uh get uh, scenes, professional scenes from from books of real plays, and there just wasn't anything available for an 85-year-old man. So out of desperation, I started writing these humorous... You wrote it. (laughs) (laughs) uh, There are scenes, really, they're dad and daughter scenes, and I used my father as inspiration. I just took his own personality and kind of exaggerated it. Uh Uh-huh. There... They're just uh, kind of humorous little comedy scenes that I wrote. So that kind of showed me that I did have the ability to do creative writing. 
So that was just surely out of total desperation. Yes, right, right. (laughs) So that's what I did there. And then so, talk to me about how you wrote the book. Did you write every day? Did you, no, you know, write for an hour a day? Pro- or? Either either I didn't, I procrastinated and I didn't write at all. Or when I got okay. the bug, I wrote for hours. <laughs> uh-huh. That, that's kind of, and also I kept waking up in the middle of the night with ideas. I seemed to do my best writing in the middle of the night in my sleep. <laughs> So that that was my process. I I when I'd get hooked, I'd just sit at my computer for hours. It was just pouring out of me, just pouring out. That that seems to work for me. <laughs> so So did you write the book before you found a publisher or what was the publishing part of your journey like? You know, it was a combination. I I wrote the book and it was very crude, you know, it wasn't edited. I didn't, I was so naive, I didn't even know I was supposed to edit it and, you know, have it in real good form. I started, I found lists of, of publishers who uh, were interested in my genre, which is memoir, and I submitted query letters to them. And there were some, uh, I'm sorry, they were agents. And there were some. Okay, that's what I was re- going to say. Did you skip the agent step? But okay, this is so you're trying to find an agent. How did you even know started, to do that? Did you read books about? I started books? reading books. Yes, I started mm-hmm. reading books on what to do. I mean, I I had no idea. I'd never done anything like this in my life, and I started reading books and checking online about what you do. I also joined a couple of writers' organizations where mm-hmm. I met other writers and learned from them. I networked from them. I went to um, discussions and panel panels, and that's how I learned. Wow. And so I started querying agents, and some wanted to read some sample chapters. So I sent off a few chapters, not knowing, again, that I was supposed to send them in pristine form, they were very crude and unedited, <laughs> and I thought I thought the the agents edited them. You know? Yeah. So nobody wanted to to represent me. <laughs> mhm. But I finally uh, found a publisher. Uh, do you do you want to know how I found the publisher? Yes, I would love to know. Well. You, I, I learned that you really have to be ready because you never know when opportunity might fall into your lap. I happened to be reading uh, a website that I, uh, it was a chat room that for actors that I to go uh, read a lot and sometimes uh, contribute to a discussion. And the discussion happened to be that time, do actors need websites? So one woman who I'd heard of as an actor uh, said something about, oh, you know, check out my website. You can see what it looks like. And I did. And right on the front page, she said, my new memoir will be coming out soon, published by, and there was the name of her publisher. Yeah. So I I went to his website and looked through it, and he had something on there saying, open for submissions. 
So I thought, well, you know, I had my query letter already, and and I had learned that anything you send to anybody as a submission has to be well-polished. So I, I had polished it. I had read books about how to write a query letter. And I sent off my query letter with just one one or two keystrokes on my computer. And he loved the idea. And uh, that's how I found my publisher. Wow. And so you never was, actually ended up going through an agent? No, I didn't. He's just a small publisher. It's not a big house. He's a small boutique publisher on the East Coast. And uh, I he was just totally supportive of me. I loved working with him. Uh, I, I went on to complete my book and complete the editing. He had an editor who helped me with the copy editing. Uh, my my the whole uh, journey of of getting my book cover all mm-hmm. was you know with his, with his help. It it was wonderful. It's a wonderful experience and for me. The, the way I'm assuming the way that this works is that there's a sharing of the revenue from the book. Is that not in or, not in this case? He is like a traditional publisher. There is there is. I'm sorry. I, yes, you're right. There is a sharing of the revenue. What I meant to say was I did not have to put any money out of my own pocket. There are right, some so, new new. Yeah. So what I think is So what I think is interesting about this is um, that really he he was taking a risk on you because he liked your idea. You were taking a risk on him because maybe he was a smaller publisher or different, maybe than the type of publisher that you imagined. Um, but now it seems like you both have a vested interest in the book being a success. So tell me what the distribution and marketing has been like I know a lot of the marketing is on the shoulders of the author um, and how has your publisher worked with you on supporting your marketing efforts and how have they helped you with distribution uh, the reality is that the publisher does little to no, no marketing uh, very very little he did a little bit he's got it on his website he did uh, send it out to his email list, things like that. But uh, I I learned quickly that not only him, but the big houses too are not putting any money into marketing uh, mm. for for unknown authors. So you have to get out there and beat the band yourself. So I learned all about marketing. All of a sudden now I'm getting books about marketing and and getting on the phone and calling places to book uh, speaking engagements and, you know, uh, putting it up on social media and things like that. I have cards that I hand out to anybody anywhere that I can. Um, I'm doing talks and interviews all the time. So let's talk uh, about that. that. What are some okay. of the opportunities that you have had because you're an author that you wouldn't have had, let's say, as a parole officer or even, you know, a, a senior taking an acting class who didn't have a book? What are some things that being an author has has given to you or brought into your life? Well, this this new venture that I'm doing uh with uh giving giving motivational speeches to uh 
to seniors and retirees about uh, how you can find joy, success, and satisfaction in your retirement. That, you know, the fact that I'm a, a published author, that uh, is very significant. Um, the, the, uh, I've, I've been interviewed a lot. I had uh, a recent um, write-up in Marlo Thomas's uh, new book. She wrote a new book called It Ain't Over Till It's Over, and she uh, profiled many different women of all ages who have reinvented themselves. So I have five pages in her book, which is pretty exciting. So, you know, I've, I've had lots of opportunities. I speak when I, uh, when I want to give talks, the fact that I have a website, the fact that my book is on the website and tells all about it and the pictures and the book cover and uh, my synopsis of the book. I look like I look very professional. People like the idea of what the book is about. So I, I easily book speaking engagements. That's very exciting. So what what are some of your what are your some of your favorite moments that you've had as an author? Well, I think uh, I, I I love speaking. I from somebody who had stage fright. Now that I've gotten <laughs> over it, I, I absolutely adore speaking. So that is very exciting that I'm easily able to book speaking engagements and get up in front of, of audiences and speak. I love engaging with the audiences. I, I love the, the marketing process also. I mean, the fact that I can get on the phone and get to the right person and pitch myself and sell myself, that's, that's really exciting to me. It's, it's well, you're clearly a natural my... at that. <laughs> <laughs> so well, what was what what ha, what has been hard or what has been different than you did or maybe not the fun surprises but the less fun surprises? I I had no idea how hard it would be to do some of these things. Uh I it, it's not an easy thing. There's a lot of rejection. I'm making it sound like it's so easy. It is not easy. <laughs> Many times it's not easy at all. And uh, I I have to live with the rejection. And so I'm learning to do that. And I like that a lot. I'm, I, I like that just because I'm rejected one place, I can still go on. And then I find success in another place. You have to do that both as an actress and an author. <laughs> And I'm sure you get the question all the time, uh, maybe from seniors, but probably from everybody. What advice do you have uh, for people who want to write a book? So I'm sure people say to you, oh, I've always wanted to write a book. And what do you tell them? Well, I, I have to be honest. If I had any idea how difficult the entire process would be in the beginning, I probably wouldn't have even started it. So you really, really better want to write a book. <laughs> and I thought, oh, you know, you just write a book. I had no idea that you as a new author have to be forthcoming 
to find someone to, have to publish it or get it published yourself, to do all the marketing, to do everything that you have to do. I, I had no idea that that was so, that authors were expected to do that. Uh, in my case, it's brought to me something I never knew existed, and I've, I've been very excited about it. So I love the whole process. Another person might not like the fact that they have to get out and sell themselves. So would you well recommend that people would you recommend that people kind of investigate the whole process beyond writing a book before they do it? I'm not sure cuz that may discourage them. <laughs> mm-hmm. Um I'm not I'm not really sure. Uh just I I guess they should I guess you should go into it more with your eyes open, which I did not. I didn't even mm-hmm. know that it existed. I think you have to know as an author that you are expected to get out there and push your book. You are expected yeah. to do that. So mm-hmm. if you're frightened, if you have stage fright like I used to have, Start doing things to help yourself. Go to Toastmasters groups and start learning how to talk in public. You're expected to do that. Nobody else is going to do it for you. Hmm. Wow. That's the, that's what, the reality of it. Who were the people that helped you most on your journey? It sounds like your publisher was certainly one of them. My publisher was definitely one of them. I think my son was one of them. Uh, He was always supportive of me. When I'd get discouraged, you know, he'd say, oh, you know, mom, you know, you're, you're doing great. You can do this. And he always was enthusiastic about everything I did. As a matter of fact, he wrote the foreword for my book, which I just love. Wow. That's (laughs) And so you, you need somebody who's going to to prop you up when you feel down. You don't want to have people in your life that are going to try to to discourage you and tell you how stupid it is. Don't have people like that around you. Or if you do, don't talk about your fighting with them. Definitely. Uh So we only have a, a couple minutes left. And I guess what I'd love to hear from you just as, as closing words is, if there's any one uh, favorite story you have from the book or lesson from the book that you can share with us, um, I know people can get the book and read more about you at adventureswithdadthebook.com. Can you leave us with a little something from, from the book? Well, I think what was wonderful for me, it, the book to me, my personal book and the fact that it was a memoir, it was a catharsis. I, I didn't mm. realize it was going to be that. It helped me pull things deep out of myself and look at them as I was putting them down on paper because I learned that the reader wants to see the real you. They want to Mm. see what really is going on. As an author, it's very easy to gloss over the painful things and not look at them, but you have to be willing to reveal those things. And even in fiction, I think, when authors write fiction, they're really writing a lot from their own personal experiences, and you have to be willing to reveal those. But the upside is that it's very cathartic to do that. It's very, yeah. It helps you grow and get healthier. 
Well, that uh, I think that's one of the amazing parts of being a writer. It's, it's a gift that you give to your readers and just as much as a gift you give to yourself. So love the concept of catharsis, but I think the most important thing you said in this whole interview is the reader wants to see the real you. And I think that's yes. true. Obviously, you're a professional actor. I think that's true of actors, true of writers. We can smell authenticity a mile away. And if you can show your real self on the page, you will connect with your readers in ways you never imagined. Yes, I I completely agree with you. And currently I'm in the process of writing a screenplay based on my book, which is a whole different animal. I love it. I want to know who's going to play you. (laughs) I'm thinking about it. (laughs) I have a few ideas. I'm thinking about it. Well, Lee Gale Gruen is the author of Adventures with Dad, A Father and Daughter's Journey in Class. You can learn more about her on adventureswithdadthebook.com. Lee Gale, it has been so wonderful to speak with you. I feel like we got to see a little bit of the real you or hear a little bit of the real you on this call, and I appreciate you sharing so generously with our listeners. Well, thank you so much. It's been a lot of fun. All right, we'll be back next week on Book Journeys Radio. This has been another episode of Book Journeys Radio, where we're changing the world one book at a time. To find out more about how you can get your book written, published, and promoted, visit www.theauthorincubator.com.